Sometimes you get sick of growth. But when you stop growing, sometimes you get sick of not growing. It's that interesting thing where I had a moment where I was like, I honestly, I kind of miss suffering. When were you the most on point? When were you the most fulfilled? When were you just on fire? Just, you were killing it. And a lot of people have said this. It was when I was doing 75 hard. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1,226, where we talked all about growing pains today for episode number 1,227, the downsides and upsides of discipline. So, went on a podcast the other day. And this was a more spiritual podcast. Oftentimes, when I go on more spiritual podcasts, the discipline route doesn't always take. Sometimes, and you and I have talked to many people who, and when I say spiritual, I don't mean religious. I mean somebody who believes more in flow and ease and alignment. Again, nothing against that. Just hasn't worked for me in my experience. It hasn't been the most beneficial mindset to have. On this podcast, somebody asked me, how do you stay focused on the right things? I said, that's a great question. I cannot take credit for this because I didn't create it. But my business partner and co-host of Next Level University, Alan, created peak performance tracking where every single day I have a, either we use the app or I have a spreadsheet that says, hey, Kev, it's Monday. These are the things, 26, 25, however many things, 24. These are the things that you should be doing today. And I said, that's what helps keep, keep me focused because there's no emotion involved. I wake up and I look at the list and I consult the list and then I do what it says. And that helps me and that has helped us become the level of successful that we are. I said, the, the interesting understanding for you if you're out there is that is something that for a lot of people seems very constricting. It's like, oh, I have to live my life by a list. I'm gonna have to check it off when I do it. And I said, but I think the important understanding is I have, say I have 25 things, I can get those done in two hours. I can get all of those things done in two hours. And if that was the way I wanted to live my life, I could just go do whatever I wanted after that. I could just go hang out on the beach. Now, again, I'm not going to be the same level of successful, but imagine that level of productivity. I learned for a half hour. I went to the gym for 45 minutes. I reviewed a podcast episode, I posted on social media, I posted on my story, blah, 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 all these things, and I still have five hours to myself. And I said, but there's also a downside, right? Discipline is great in terms of productivity and in terms of buying yourself some freedom later, but depending on how disciplined you are, it sucks sometimes. When somebody calls and says, hey, do you want to do this tonight? And it's like, honestly, no, I can't. I have whatever it is. I have a podcast. That's happened to me a lot recently, Alan, where my buddy Matt, he, so we play video games occasionally virtually, but I love hanging out with him, right? I, he was my roommate for three years. We lived together and I haven't been able to go down and see him in person in uh, months. I don't even remember the last time. 
because usually it's either Friday night or Saturday night that we can do it. Friday night, my last call usually ends at six. So it's like, I'm not going to get down there till 7.30. I have a call at 9 a.m. on Saturday. So like, what are we going to hang out for three hours, go to bed, and then I'm going to get up and drive home? That's not really ideal. So that level of discipline around, well, I also want to make sure that I am disciplined with my schedule. I'm disciplined with my clients. I'm showing up. I mean, that sucks. And that I think that's a reason why many dream chasers struggle in their relationships is because you're probably more disciplined than the people around you. And people feel a certain way about that where, oh, it's you're not going to come over. You're not answering my text messages. So there's definitely upsides and there's definitely downsides of discipline. My goal in this episode is to talk openly about each and allow you to form your own relationship with it. But I think there's a lot of people out there that says discipline sucks. It doesn't work. That's not how you should live your life. But I also think there's people on the other end, and I think we're more on this end, that says discipline is super important for you. It's going to afford you a life of freedom eventually. What is your unique sweet spot? Uh, I was reading a book recently called Discipline is Destiny by Ryan Holiday. I could not put this book down because discipline is one of my favorite words in the entire world. Emilia's word for the year is actually discipline. Everyone on the NLU team chose a word for the year. Kev, yours is extraordinary. Yes. Mine is respect. Emilia's is discipline. Uh, and we encourage you, by the way, if you're an NLU listener, like choose a, a word that you're most drawn to mm. for 2023. I think that's a powerful thing. Uh, one of my other clients is, is truth, you know, just seeking truth. But regarding discipline, obviously I'm on the end of I don't think much is possible without it. I think that the large majority of things that are best for your future are actually challenging. And I think that all human beings have a natural aversion to challenge because challenge creates pain and pain um, isn't enjoyable. Uh, I think that there's a way to shift your relationship with pain, your relationship with discomfort, your relationship with discipline. And I think that you need to, and I'll tell this story because I think, I think it's so important for our listeners to hear this. When I first started, I think this is right after or right before you and I started working together. I think it's after. And I have a, I had a coach who was much farther in her journey than I was uh, multimillionaire, extremely, extremely successful with a very enviable lifestyle, you know, can, can book Airbnbs on the beach whenever she wants. Um, just, just has any car she wants every year. I, I'm pretty sure it's like every two or three years she has a brand new BMW, uh, and it's, she leases them. But the point is, is that a lot of people would look at her lifestyle and go, Oh my God, that's incredible. But what a lot of people don't understand is I saw her calendar and she coached me. And her calendar, I remember being petrified of when I saw her calendar and I was like, Ooh, I, I don't know if I want to do that because I just left corporate and it's like, I don't want to be that structured. She's like, well, and I was a fitness model and fitness coach and fitness competitor at the time. And she said, Alan, you track every calorie, you track every workout, you track every set and how well you did you know your metrics, you benchmark against those metrics every single day, right? I was like, yeah. She's like, well, you have coaches, right? I was like, yeah. You know your weight right now, right? I was like, yeah. She's like, you need to apply the same principles to your business. If you want to be successful in business, you have to apply the same principles. And that's very, very obvious now. I mean, Kev, you and I know 
we have a mastery score and an impact score and a profitability score. We know the listens. We know the projection for 2023 listens. We know the revenue from 2022 and the projection for 2023. Like you have to benchmark. You have to. But again, this is all dependent on your goals and the size of your goals. So this person that I'm referring to was a coach early on, and she's a multi-multi-millionaire, successful business owner in New York City. And that's awesome. And and she does have an enviable lifestyle. But what people don't understand is the level of discipline that, that was required in order to achieve that. And if you looked at her calendar, you envy her new car every other year or maybe maybe her home on the ocean or whatever it is. Multiple homes, actually. But like, do you envy the calendar? Right? Do you envy the 6 a.m. wake-ups every day? Do you envy the metrics and the check-ins and the the everything else. And I think that that's what discipline is, is there's two sides to it. All of the results that are so magnificent, like my relationship with Emilia, for example, unbelievable. I was, I was at lunch with my mom uh, on Sunday, me, Emilia, and my mom, and she was just blown away at how in love we, th- we are and how we get along and how on a team we are with our businesses and our finances and our futures. But what she's not seeing is us checking in consistently, doing gratitudes every single night, um, building business infrastructure on Sunday when no, when everyone else is hanging out and the masterminds on the whiteboard, all that kind of stuff. So, so I think that that's what it is, is every single thing that you see in the external world that really is awesome. The trophy or the car or the house or the dream that was achieved. There's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that goes on that requires discipline every time. And I think the amount of discipline that is required is predicated on the size of the goal. Mm. And I really do. I mean, Kev, you wanted to not just do a bodybuilding show, but you wanted to win a bodybuilding show. Yep. And so the level of dedication that he had to have was, I don't even eat these M&Ms on the 4th of July when it's my birthday or whatever. But if you just wanted to do a show just to step on stage, which is totally fine, and that was your goal, not to win, but just to do the show, then you don't have. you can eat some M&Ms. Yep. You don't you don't need that discipline. So I think the level of discipline is entirely predicated on the size of the goal. You know, and and if you want to have less discipline and aka more freedom, you just got to lower your goals. And if you want to have huge goals, Olympic athlete level goals, you're going to of course need, you know, way more self-discipline unless you're unreasonably naturally gifted in which case that's probably a different conversation. I saw something you'll appreciate this. And again, I think this is extreme and I don't think this is right for most people. But I saw something where Michael Phelps said he didn't miss a workout for five years straight. Mm-hmm. Didn't just never missed. I don't think he missed a meal. I don't think he missed anything. It's like, that's okay, cool. Not trying. No, that's a lot, man. Yeah, <laughs> It's a lot. I was thinking about that the, inspires the hell out of me. I know. I know. That's why I told you again, if you're listening, that might not be right for you. And that's totally okay. Uh, I was list- thinking today about fitness and about bodybuilding. And I had this moment where so I, again, I've been sick on and off. I have not been in the gym consistently. I think we looked at 2022 and I went to the gym, what was it? 80, 80%, 81%. of, of the yeah. time. I don't know. So we did our annual review. We do that with every annual team member and we essentially take the habit tracker and divide by 365 days, all of 2022. And so it was 81%. 81%. So Which is not, good. Eh, not really. Not, not as great as, especially towards the end of the year. That like means it, four out of every five days. Yeah. Which is pretty good, I think. But again, yeah. it depends what your goal is, right? And I had that interesting moment where this is the interesting thing about discipline. 
and this is the interesting thing about tracking habits and this is this is the interesting thing about growth sometimes you get sick of growth but when you stop growing sometimes you get sick of not growing it's that Definitely. interesting thing where i had a moment where i was like i honestly i kind of miss suffering when it comes to fitness and diet like i there's a part of me that's like i look back on that with somewhat fond memories of how obsessed i was with fitness and it was it was awesome i have a lot of fond memories of matt and i were going to compete in a show together and we literally used to pose together i mean i would literally take pictures of matt in his underwear and send them to our coach and it was just like dude let's see like let's see I, you and i used to pose all the time and i'd be like dude let's like let me see what you got going on mm -hmm. you know it was like that level of this is just our life right now now it's different it's like hey kev this might be a little weird, but today we're going to go through your 2022 in review and, and, you know, we'll rate what you think you did well, what you think you could do better that. And it's like, Alan is coaching me in this moment, but that's on growth. I miss fitness right now, even though at times, oftentimes it is a challenge to wake up and go to the gym. It just is. I don't want to say it's easy because it's not. I miss, I do miss tracking calories. I'm eating in a surplus right now because I'm trying to get to gain strength. So I'm not really too, I'm not as focused on it. But there's a part of me that's excited to track every calorie again because I feel like I haven't been as disciplined. So it's almost like you, you have to figure out what are the polar, what are the extremes? So maybe for you, the extreme is I track everything I do every day and that's too much. And maybe the other extreme is I don't track anything I do ever and that's not enough. Okay, what is the sweet spot? And then what are the, I guess, what are the boundaries where you start to feel off? That's an interesting place to live. I told the team this when I came back from Colorado. So in August last year, I went to Colorado and Tara and I got married. And I tracked some stuff while I was there, but obviously we were driving hours at a time and we were all over the place. And I told the team when I got back, it's harder for me not to track calorie, uh, not to track habits than it is to track habits. Because I'm just so I'm just so used to it now, and that's the level of discipline I want to have, right? And again, that's personal, and it comes with time. So, yeah, that's really the thought I I think is important for all of us to have is, am I under? Am I over? I think one of the reasons people have a negative association with discipline is because they feel like they were too disciplined for a period of time and they didn't get the result that they wanted. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's discipline's fault. Maybe the approach was off. Maybe we didn't do it long enough you know, whatever, whatever it could be. It doesn't necessarily mean it's discipline's fault that we didn't accomplish our goal. So why villainize something that might not need to be villainized? Hello, my name is Dr. Taryn McCarthy and I'm host of the Business of Happiness podcast. When I met Kevin and Alan two years ago, I had no idea of how much impact they would have not only on the success of my business, but also on my life. They've given me enormous perspective and true strategies, true tactics to take in my everyday business plan and in my life plan to make an even greater success. Kevin and Alan, thank you so much. I couldn't even begin to express my gratitude for all you've done for me. And if you're looking for similar mentorship, I highly recommend these incredible experts at the Next Level University. I was thinking about my intention before this episode because I knew it would be about discipline. And I, my goal was to have an unlock 
everyone who's listening or watching this, some sort of a breakthrough that unlocks. And I think this will do it. I could be wrong. I have a bunch of clients and I always ask them, I always ask this question. When were you the most on point? When were you the most fulfilled? When were you just on fire? Just, you were killing it. And a lot of people have said this. It was when I was doing 75 hard. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have said that. But what's interesting is I dig a little deeper, dig a little deeper, dig a little deeper. What I've also found, and, and usually it's like, okay, well, let's do that again. Because that's the next thing is like, okay, well, if you were the most fulfilled when you were doing 75 hard, let's do that again. Mm. When in reality, it's not 75 hard. It's not a gallon a day or exercising every day, blah, blah, blah. You know what it is? It's you felt like you were doing something special. You felt like you were doing something rare. You felt like you were doing something hard, which gave you self-esteem. Self-esteem, I'm telling you, is created by making and keeping difficult promises to self. And they can come in a million different forms. Uh, Emilia, one of her top cup fillers is foot rubs. I told her I'd give her a foot rub on Saturday night. I was pumped. I'm always like, oh, foot rub tonight, that kind of thing. And then I fell asleep, man. Exhausted, right? Fell asleep. Sunday night, I did it. I felt better this morning than I did Sunday morning. Because in Sunday morning, I woke up with a little bit of shame of I got her all excited. You know, it can be something that simple. Yes, that takes discipline. Everything takes some level of discipline, except for the things that you're naturally drawn to, which if you're naturally drawn to it, it doesn't really need work. It's just going to happen automatically. And so to the 75 hard thing, I think it's this. One other thing that I think is fascinating, I know we got to jump. The people who do 75 hard, they say that was when I was the most on point. That's when I was the most fulfilled. Okay, let's do 75 hard again. At the beginning, they're so excited to do 75 hard. So excited. And they do it, right? They're doing it, right? 15, 20, 30 days in, they are. They hate it. They hate it. When they finish it and then they get to stop, they love it again. Yeah. This is the human condition. At the beginning, they're so pumped. 75 hard. Yes, can't wait. Right? Five, six, seven, eight days in, I talk to them every two weeks. So it's like, oh, how's it going? It's like, ooh, Good, 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 good. And then the the next time, it's always, this is the worst. This sucks. I hate this. I don't want to do this anymore. Can I quit? Ah, should I stick with it? And then if you do finish it though, and you actually check that box and get the 75 days straight, I'm telling you, it shifts after that. It shifts from, I hate this. I can't wait to stop to, oh my God, that was amazing. I'm so glad I did that. Because when you're in the suck, it sucks. But when you accomplish something great, it lives forever. My electrical and computer engineering degree, one of the hardest things I've ever done. Brutal. Root signal analysis. Like some of these classes were horrible. I'm a smart guy. Like it was brutal. Okay. And I don't say that about everything. It was one of the hardest things I've ever done. I have that on my heart forever. Forever. I'm an engineer. I get to say that for the rest of my life. I'm an electrical and computer engineer. That was really difficult, but I always get to say that. But during it, it was horrible. It was really, really quite detrimental to my mental and emotional health. But that's what life is. I think it's it's setting goals that are meaningful, not setting goals that are easy. I don't think easy things will ever be super meaningful. And that's, of course, my my... That's what I think is true for life. And when it comes to discipline, if it's if it's challenging, whether it's 75 hard or 
insert goal here. 75 hard requires discipline. No one's going to argue that. And if 75 hard was the most fulfilled you've ever been, and many of my clients have said that, maybe it's because there's actually a correlation between doing hard things and being fulfilled, a.k.a. feeling good about yourself. I would say that. Taryn and I talked, and again, it depends on the person to the level, you know, all that. But we were talking, where were we? I don't know. We were either on the, I don't know, we were on the ride to somewhere or from somewhere. And I said, what, what jobs do you look back on and now realize you actually kind of enjoyed, even though you didn't realize you enjoyed them? And because I was like, I don't know. I, yeah, one of my jobs drew, drove me to the point where I was sitting on the edge of a bed debating suicide, but it wasn't just the job. I mean, there was a lot of other stuff going on in my life and my own mental health. But I look back and I, there was a lot of parts of that job I really liked. And I look back with, positive emotions but usually it was I mean there was a lot of discipline associated with that and I look back on one of my jobs driving a truck was like I loved it but I woke up at I woke up at 440 every single day for work every single day for however many years I worked at that job I woke that was the latest I ever woke up some days I got up at 330 and had to be there at you know whatever time but like the level of discipline there, that was a lot. But I look back on that. So I do I do think there is a correlation. And when we feel like we're in a funk, I'm willing to bet the interesting thing that happens for us probably is one of two things happens. Either we get into a funk, aka we feel some type of way and then we stopped being more disciplined. And then this, the lack of discipline makes us feel like we're more in a funk. And we say, oh, I really got to get it together. I really got to get it together. And that kind of feeds itself. And eventually, it probably gets to the point where there's enough pain for you to say, again, I said the, the $100 habit where I gave Taryn $100 and said, if I don't go to the gym seven days this week, I want you to rip this up in front of me. That was based on the fact that I hadn't been as disciplined as I wanted to be. That was the level of necessity I needed. And I felt, how good did I feel after that seven days? Felt awesome. What's you know, your $100 habit right now? I don't have one. I love that idea. That's one, one of the right best now. things you've ever come up with. I got a hundred dollar habit, man. It's gonna be the fitness. I need one. that for writing. Straight it's gonna up. be the go here. I'll send you the. Well, take a hundred. We should out do it. We should now. each get a hundred dollar bill. I'll borrow it from Emilia because I have no cash. <laughs> uh, and we'll rip it up in front of each other if we don't do our. That we would be good. Do that. For, you know what we we'll should just do, do it for like a week. We'll do it you know for like we, a week. No, you know what we should do. <laughs> we should do it on here. That's yeah, what we should definitely. do. Yeah, and it, we do it on an episode. If you and I don't do what we say we're gonna do. Three well, paragraphs. So I don't want to do. I don't want to start the fitness thing right now because I'm sick and I'm traveling. So I don't want to. Okay. Let me know I'm when good, we're ready. I think I'm we good should. Hundred dollar habit should be an NLU thing. That's like a I agree. really cool I agree. thing. Yeah. But again, it's it, that's an interesting interesting thing about discipline. So you'll feel. I think you'll feel really good about it after you do it, but you don't always feel good about it in the moment. What and if I was? What if I'm serious when I say this will be really quick? One last story. We'll jump. Okay. It's got to be the quickest. Super fast. Quickest the ever. Quickest. I had a client who had to wake up for her job at 3.30 a.m. And I told this client, I said, I'm telling you, you look more fulfilled. You seem on point. You've got some good structure going. Like, life is good right now. I know it sucks. I know it sucks, but I'm telling you. I'm telling you, just stick with it. This job is good for you. I can tell. You left to your own devices, no offense, and this is true for most people, is not good. Right? I have accountability from Kevin. I have accountability from the team, accountability from the business, accountability from the listeners. I said, this accountability is good for you. Okay. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. That job ended up going away. They ended up getting bought out. It's a whole thing. She's really having a hard time and she's not fulfilled. 
She's having a hard time being disciplined. I know it sucks to wake up at 3.30. I do. But you know what sucks more? Having no accountability and never being on point and never feeling good about yourself. So just something to think about. Discipline is not the enemy. It's not. It's not the enemy. It's, it's your friend if you do it right. Fire. Next level nation, if you are looking to be more disciplined and you want somebody to be there to help you, I am opening up. I think we talked about this recently, but I'm opening, opening up a few spots for next level mindset coaching. So not only will we hop on the phone or Zoom every other week, but you'll have a WhatsApp group with me where we can chat throughout the weeks. And ultimately, you're going to get a lot of accountability. Yeah, we'll be learning stuff and we'll be talking about life and we'll be tracking habits and all that. But you'll have me there to help you stay accountable and to make sure you're focused on the level of discipline that you should be. If you are interested, I will put my information in the show notes. Again, I don't know how many clients I'm going to take on because I have a lot of other podcast clients, but I want to make sure I am serving the community because without you, we wouldn't be able to do this. So if you're interested, please reach out. In 2022, we hosted an event called Next Level Live. I'm sure you've heard about it if you're a long-term listener. If not, it was world famous. So it I'm was sure yeah, you know. <laughs> world. It was Greater Worcester famous. Uh, so it was such a success, though, and such an impactful day for everybody that we're doing it again. Only 50 seats are available. This will be an experience for everyone who does join us. We hope to meet you. We took photos. Uh, if you go to the landing page, the video is just very, very powerful. It was very well done, and it will show you exactly what that day will be like. Love, hugs, you know, breakthroughs, transformation. There's been a lot of transformation since then. We want to... Uh, it's the Mario Kart booster for your life. That's the best way to describe it. Is It's when you get one of those mushrooms in Mario Kart and you hammer that thing right before the finish line. If you want 2023 to be a Mario Kart boost, that day will definitely be that for you. We hope you join us and the link will be in the show notes to the landing page. Check out the video at very least. At, le at very least, watch the video and then if you decide you don't want to join us, um, totally understandable, but at very least, watch the video. Strong work. Next level nation tomorrow for episode number 1,228, what we get confused about judgment. I've been thinking a lot about judgment and I have some stories from this past weekend we went to a a concert so i had some i had a lot of thoughts as you know if you listen to this podcast anytime i'm doing something i'm trying to think of how does this relate to self-improvement and next level you so tune in for that episode as always we love you we appreciate you grateful for each and every one of you and at nlu we do not have fans we have family we'll talk to you all tomorrow please reach out Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.